0: Thank you for downloading this podcast. Play along and test your brain with the discount Brain of 702. Get to 702.co.za for more info. 702.
1: The BRICS Report. India.
0: 16 past 8. Well, it's the turn of India and a pleasure to welcome Voice of America correspondent in the South Asian Bureau based in New Delhi. It's Anjana Pasrika. Namaste, Anjana. Happy New Year to you. Happy New
1: Year to you, John. Yes, last month I think you were on leave.
0: <laughs> I am back. I believe Delhi tried to tackle the city's severe air pollution by limiting cars on the road. How did that go?
1: Oh, well, first of all, as you must be knowing, Delhi has the world's dirtiest air, according to WHO. And yes, finally, we saw authorities take their first emergency action to tackle the problem, which is the worst in winter. A big carpet of the city's mind-boggling 9 million vehicles so, you know, for the first two weeks in January, they allowed private cars with odd and even numbers out on alternate days, essentially reducing them by about half. Not a new measure, of course. It's been tried in other cities. Now, the jury is still out on whether the pollution levels came down. They were pretty high, even on those days, though activists tell us that they would have been even higher if all the cars had been on the roads. But, you know, surprisingly, it solved Delhi's traffic nightmare. You could actually drive through the streets (laughs) instead of being stuck in jams. And, you know, I think for that reason, if not for the pollution, the measure got great support because, and of course, people are also really worried about the health impact of the pollution. Living for 20 years in Delhi means you have a smoker's lungs. Young children are very prone to being asthmatic. And doctors say the risk of heart attacks and strokes is higher if you live here. So authorities say they're going to bring back this measure again and on a far stricter basis by even trying to take more cars and more two-wheeler vehicles off the road.
0: Very interesting and this terrible acid attacks on women are a problem but there's an initiative to rehabilitate them. Tell us about that Anjana.
1: Yes you know it's only in the past two years the NGOs have the efforts to draw acid attack victims out in the open. As you know the main problem is the just become invisible due to the disfigurement because usually the face is attacked. And for the same reason, a disfigured face, no one is willing to give them jobs. So one NGO, I want to tell you about one initiative. One NGO opened a small cafe in Agra, which is home to the Taj Mahal, that is now run by acid attack victims. I visited recently, and it was great to see these seven women, you know, one of them as young as 15, not hiding as they usually do behind the veil, but dealing happily with customers, It's working very well, actually. There are a lot of footfalls. People come to it after hearing about it through social media. When I was there, a young couple had brought their two children, you know, so that they get used to someone who is disfigured, whose face is different. And they now have plans to start more such ventures. It's a small step, but a great beginning. And, of course, another big step that's been taken is by a fashion brand that has actually chosen an acid attack victim as the face of their brand. You know, she models for it.
0: Isn't that lovely? That's two great stories. What's the story with gay rights in India? I see there's a group of gay rights activists hoping the court will decriminalize gay sex. Is that still illegal in India?
1: Yes, it's a very important day for, you know, for the the gay community, the LGBT community, as it is called here. You know, a British colonial law, which had considered, had sort of put down gay sex as a crime in India, and this carried on and on, and they were often harassed. It was overturned in 2009 by the Delhi High Court. Then, surprisingly, in 2013, two years ago, the Supreme Court reinstated the law while hearing an appeal against that judgment of 2009. It was very widely criticized as being very regressive, but the point is that the gays found they were back on the list of those who were indulging in sex considered to be a crime. Now, today, the top court is again hearing a petition, and this is their very last chance to have the courts overturn the law After that, their only hope is that Parliament will change the law, but that's a tough, long route. And, you know, where both the acid, uh, uh, acid attack victims and gay rights are considered, you know, I think it turns the spotlight on an in India which is pulled in two directions. We have an urban, educated middle class that is moving on, and we have an in India where there are still many conservative voices, and the talk continues.
0: Thank you very much indeed, Angela. That was fascinating. And again, so many issues that mirror what we have here in Africa. Angela uh, Pasrika, Voice of America correspondent with our BRICS report in.